Welcome to the 49ers You've Got Mail podcast presented by Manscaped. I'm your host, Lindsay Polaris, and I am joined by our tight end duo, Ross Dwelly and Charlie Warner. Thank you guys for stopping by. Thanks for having us. us. Um, So kind of what I've taken from just seeing you guys uh, out on the field in the locker room, more mellow when it comes to not being on the field and on the football field, definitely see more personality from you guys. But take us into the dynamic of the tight end room. What's it like in there with all you guys? Mm. You want to go? Um, I mean, I feel like everyone knows George's personality. He's very (laughs) uh, energetic and everything. Yeah, but like me and uh I, I always call ross dwelly by the way i call him dwelly his last name so yeah my, um everyone really calls me dwelly or dwell me and dwell are d- definitely more laid back um uh, we've you know been there last since my since getting injuries go kind of the chill ones um uh, but yeah I know. yeah i mean compared to george really everyone you see could be ch- considered <laughs> chill yeah um no but yeah we're just we're just chill laid back yeah you yeah. got a little bit of a gladiator touchdown celebration, though. Did you pre-plan that in that last game? <laughs> Nothing was planned about that. No, I just, like, I don't really plan out my touchdown celebrations. Whatever happens <laughs> just happens, honestly. Like, I usually just, like, kind of black out. I don't even know that. I was, like, <laughs> I headbutted like, Sourdough Sam or something. Like, he came over. Yeah, I get down there, and he's just, like, just red eye looking at me and head <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah i didn't even know you headbutted sourdough sam so <laughs> yeah what'd that feel like i mean he has got he's got a pretty soft head <laughs> he was he was kind of bringing it on you though yeah, he, he was, was like yeah, his head's like this his head's like this big <laughs> so actually this will bring us to our first fan question so michael from concord on the on the subject of headbutting sourdough sam he wants to know what does it feel like to pancake block somebody. You did it last game. You can talk about it. Uh, it's pretty rewarding. I mean, to to put another grown man on his back is pretty nice. <laughs> Just to to have him and to have complete control over him feels pretty good. There's not too much other than to it. I mean, it just you feel. I don't know. It feels good. Yeah. Yeah, Do you I mean, black out like? Ross no, 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 you gotta be, you gotta be no, yeah. super in control and technical. You gotta be really technical, honestly, to yeah. get that done. You gotta have so many things gotta come together. You gotta have your right hand placement. You gotta be like, keep driving your feet when they try and shed you. Like, yeah, you gotta be fully present for that. That's not like a yeah. blackout thing. You gotta be. <laughs> George might say different here. George might just, he might. Yeah, he I feel might, like he, yeah. he would enjoy it. <laughs> so, okay, so you said you gotta ha- be very careful and meticulous about the details there. Does it hurt on your end too when you're actually doing the pancake block? No. 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 Every now and then, it hurts your head like off the very jump before anyone sees the pancake. The original like headbutt sometimes gets you. Yeah, the initial shot, but, yeah, but like the actual good. driving into the ground though, when we, you kind of land on. We do it enough at this point. Yeah, his just, weight kind of like cushions you. Yeah. <laughs> cushions the fall. Yeah. So as the mellow guys in the tight end room, talk me through the mellow guys. Uh, the mellow That's guys. like our title. Yeah. <laughs> We're the mellow guys. You're the mellow guys. I wouldn't um, consider myself mellow. I wouldn't either. Okay, so Kinda describe chill. yourselves. I don't know. I feel like I'm very present people. Yeah. Like we're in the moment. We're not just like laid back all the time. <laughs> I don't know. I feel yeah. like we're just like, you know, like a quiet confidence. Yeah. Know? Okay, yeah, I like quiet that. Quiet confidence. I feel like it takes like a little bit for like my full personality to come out. But like guys who know me, I feel like you wouldn't consider yeah. me like mellow. I, feel oh, like yeah. pretty, I like that. Setting the story straight. I wouldn't straight. consider you mellow yeah. either. We're just like, yeah, we have fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good time. 
So talk me through a little bit about your guys' football origin stories because not everybody knows you guys as well as, you know, the, the other guy, the George Kittle of the tight end group. So tell me a little bit about how you got into football, how you fell in love with the sport. I can go first. You got it. Uh, I've been playing, like, tackle football since, like, second grade. Um, so I've been playing for a while. And then uh, in high school, I took a year off of football my junior year because I thought I was going to play baseball. So I was just playing baseball, like travel baseball, during the football season, and I really missed football. And I wanted to come back to it my senior year of high school. So I played, did well enough to get offered from uh, USD, San Diego. Uh, kind of went to San Diego, still, you know, just wanted to play football, hang out with the guys, and then end up starting doing well, and then starting to focus even harder on it. And then kind of got, you know, got a little lucky. I signed on as an undrafted free agent, and. Started off on practice squad and then was on practice squad for six weeks. And like week seven of uh, 2018, uh, I got brought up from the practice squad, me and Nick Mullins, for a Monday night game in Lambeau versus the Packers. So that was my first game. And since then, the rest is history. Yeah. You have football in your blood, right? An uncle that played for the Falcons? Yeah, my uncle was during recruiting, like during the so I started when I was 11 and then played from then on and then, yeah through like high school recruiting I was always asked about my uncle because he played at Georgia won the national championship and then yeah went to the USFL when like that that was all popular in the 80s then played for the Falcons and Saints after that and then yeah but mine was played since 11 to high school got some offers went to Georgia played four years uh, got drafted sixth round here and then been hanging out <laughs> you know, so trying to trying to learn and play so and before we get to the next question, here's a quick word from our sponsor. Manscaped is the official below-the-waist grooming partner of the 49ers. Try Manscaped and get 20% off and free shipping with code 49ers at manscaped.com. That's code 49ers for 20% off at manscaped.com. Ross had a little bit of a detour with baseball. Did you ever dabble in any other sports, or has it been football the whole way through? I ran a track, but I never – I was – I love track, but I wasn't serious about like football. I was a football family. I had three brothers. We always played, and so we just, that was all I really wanted to do. Okay, cool. So yeah. this is a dream come true then. Yeah. Um, and Ross, you grew up in Sacramento, so this is the hometown team, basically. Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. Did you grow up going to 49ers games? Uh, I've actually, like, before I was in the NFL, I'd only gone to really one NFL game, and it was at Candlestick. I didn't really go to games. That's like, cool. Yeah, so it was kind of cool. Like, just went to Candlestick, and then I think soon after that they made Levi's here. Mm -hmm. um, so really, I just kind of won game. But like, I honestly, I wasn't really a Niners fan. Like growing up, we were kind of like Broncos fans because my dad was from Denver. So oh, okay, it'll be interesting this week. Obviously, I'm not a Broncos fan anymore. But like, <laughs> it was just that. Yeah, it just happened to be my first like NFL game. So and. I'm assuming you grew up a Falcons fan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> grew up Falcons. Most people in the South, though, were more college-oriented, so I was always a Bulldogs fan, And then, but I definitely was a Falcons fan. I went to a few Falcons games growing up, and I was always pulling for them. So. Cool. Um, so let's start with some of the fan questions. Let's These are it. all over the place, and I did not write them, so let me just preface that. Um, all right, so Leslie from Modesto wants to know, since actually since you're a dog owner, this one will be mm -hmm. for you, Ross. Right. I'm trying to bring in a new puppy into the house after 
having the first one for a year? How do I make sure my old dog doesn't feel displaced? Mm, so you're bringing in a second dog. Yeah. Dang, I wish I had more advice on this. We, we've wanted to bring in a second dog, but with the lifestyle, it's kind of hard, but I can kind of answer it. I mean, I know friends who have two dogs and they've said that really the first dog will have a little like jealousy issues mm -hmm. at the start. I mean, it's just like with a kid, you know, if you have a second kid, the kid might get a little jealous, but- You, uh, you got kids? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I just know from experience with like, <laughs> just hearing buddies and parents and stuff. But uh, yeah, so it might be a little tough at the start, um, but I think eventually the dog will learn to love the other dog. So, I mean, I don't think there's really much to worry about. It'll just kind of, I mean, you've gone through being a puppy owner with the first dog, so you already kind of know what to expect from the puppy, so it's gonna uh, be tough. That, that that old dog might try to kill the new dog. <laughs> uh, we had plenty of dogs growing up, and whenever you brought a new one, you couldn't put them in the same room or nothing. I mean, we are, ours were kind of like inside-outside dogs, but they were just, still gotta watch out every now and yeah. What kind of dogs did you have? Just had mutts, honestly. We didn't really, they weren't anything yeah. crazy, but you just gotta, a new one gets protective though. <laughs> what I, kind of dog do you have? I have a golden retriever. Okay. Yeah, she's almost four. Her What's, name's Henley the biggest lesson you've learned from, I'm assuming you got her as a puppy, mm -hmm. from just puppy all the way to a four-year-old four dog now, what's the biggest lesson of being the, a dog owner? At the start, she, like, it took a lot of patience. Like, it was, she was a crazy little puppy. She was a little <laughs> hellion. Um, golden retrievers are, like, really, like, mouthy, so they want to just, like, bite everything. So she was just chewing up everything, and my fiance was like, we have a problem like this is not okay like i'm like it's okay because like henley wouldn't really bite me she'd bite <laughs> she'd bite danielle mostly so like, so you were kinda, fine with her <laughs> yeah i was like i don't think we have a problem she's like she's biting me but uh yeah so she was a little crazy at the start but really like it kind of like a s little switch went off in her like once she turned like one year old like all of a sudden she just she's Stop still a like a, she's a puppy at heart but like she's really chill like at home like by herself so yeah I've been lucky. She gets wild around us. Though. Oh yeah, like uh, people, like when Charlie comes over, like she barely sees Charlie like at all or like really anyone that she doesn't know too much, she goes like she crazy. Hyper. She's like so excited that someone else knew was in the house. But like when it's just me and Danielle, she's just like Relaxed. knocked out the whole time, yeah. So Charlie, you just had a baby, correct? Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, do you think that you wanna introduce a puppy anytime soon? No, like like I mentioned a second, like I grew up with dogs and we always had plenty of dogs growing up. I just, not with the lifestyle, like I, we lived on property and so I love to have like, I can just open the door and let the dog run wherever it wants to go. I can't do that, like living here and then with the flying. And I know it's like really hard to fly with dogs nowadays, apparently with the new, yeah. it used to be easy, but I don't know. Just get them registered, emotional support. Yeah, you can do things, but having a, having a baby with a dog right now with our lifestyle would be really tough. One day, I'll definitely have a pile of dogs. Hopefully, I've tried but. to convince him so our dogs could hang out. <laughs> yeah, doggy play day. He had to have a baby We first. put the cart before the horse, you know. We, we got the, <laughs> me and Sydney had a baby before the dog, so. So have you, uh, with the new baby, do you feel like you've gotten less hours of sleep lately? You know, when Henry was born, I left five days later for training camp and didn't see him until he was six weeks old. Crazy. So Sydney kind of had to grind through a lot of that and very thankful for her mom for helping her through that time period. But now once, once she got out here when he was six weeks old, he kind of was slowly getting on the routine of like, 
you know, it took another couple of weeks to really get him sleeping better. But he's been sleeping good. He sleeps, you know, two, he only wakes up two or three times a night. And now a quick word from our sponsor. This podcast is sponsored by Manscaped, the official below-the-waist grooming partner of the 49ers. Try Manscaped and get 20% off and free shipping with code 49ers at manscaped.com. That's code 49ers for 20% off at manscaped.com. So we got another one. Jenna Jones from Half Moon Bay wants to know, if someone keeps RSVPing to events but doesn't actually attend, at what point do you stop inviting them to stuff? Do you have a friend like this in your life? They keep RSVPing, but they never show they up. They never show up. That'd be kind of messed up. It's like you just gotta leave. You gotta keep the door open. You know. Depends what event. I feel. Uh, like. Yeah. What about like a right. wedding? I All feel right. like for a if wedding that would yeah, suck. Yeah. If it's like your your family cookout and you're you know always yeah. inviting so and so over, I think you keep inviting them. But yeah, if it's more like a formal event where you're yeah. like forking out some money for that spot that yeah you exactly. them, dinner then, situation. You, then, you, then it's rude at that point yeah like we're kind of planning a wedding right now you know so i'm sure if they rsvp and then didn't show up it'd be kind of messed up but like it's if like, it was like a friend's game night and then they had something you keep, pop you keep up, that kind of like you keep that invitation coming but yeah if exactly if it's something that's costing you yeah you gotta stop that one yeah. At what point do you tell them or do you just the invite drops off after no, you a tell while? Them. I think it it's, depends on your relationship, but yeah, I think you, you got to tell them because that's be straight I think up that's with rude, it. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you, you probably forked out 50 bucks or 40 bucks for that wedding plate. You know what I mean? Yeah. A plate in there? That yeah. head of the, you know, whatever is you are dealing with, like catering yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> probably. Shoot. Okay, so Ross, you're planning a wedding. What's been the most I mean, difficult I'm, I'm part? I'm really honestly oh, not, not planning. Oh, you're not planning? I'm not the one planning. Danielle's planning a wedding. Said, I'm kind yes. of involved. Are you just but there yeah, for emotional so, support? Yeah. <laughs> Do you get to I'm pick involved. anything? I'm Do you get to pick anything? Yeah. Do you want she to always, pick anything? She runs stuff by me. Okay. But I'm very, like, easy, and we have, like, you know, the same taste and everything, so. Okay. It's pretty. pretty What's easy. the wedding day aesthetic you're going for? Without revealing too much, obviously. <sighs> Uh, I think she likes a lot of neutrals. Okay. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to say that. <laughs> say something else. I don't know what do you think I was going to say? I don't know. Like, neutrals. I didn't, like, know that was I, something. I'm up with the lingo, man. Okay, yeah, the lingo. I'm not we with the lingo. love that. We're going with some neutrals. Um, yeah. I so. think of what we did now. I didn't know what, I mean, we did I know, Charlie. How involved were you? I was involved, but, I mean, I was going through, like, the combine and the draft process. And like all of senior year, we were engaged for a year and a half through college and everything, but I was involved, but still at the, like, I just, you know, I don't know. Just I feel kinda, like guys are usually more easygoing and kind of just. Yeah. I feel like and nice we're, not pa- we're not painting our women as divas here. Either. No, our, no, our, no. I think our, it's our good to give very, creative freedom. They were, I think. They were yeah. very, the record here. No. Yeah, <laughs> they, they were not. Straight. They were not. Uh, not bridezillas, but no. no it just I'm sounds like you guys are easy going <laughs> you know about this. I, I hope that's not the picture painted here. No, no, no. no see, wait a second. You know what I'm saying? Ross is involved. You know, he picked the neutral so color palette here. I love the neutral color palette. Like, yeah, it's amazing. Okay, so this is another fan question. Carlos from El Dorado Hills. That's your hometown. Okay, have either of you heard George Kittle sing any other Avril Lavigne songs other than Skater Boy? And have either of you joined in? Hmm, Avril Lavigne. Oh, you do that in like training camp. Yeah, that's his jam, I hear, from what people tell me. I don't think I I have, no. I think he, uh, he sang it for training camp. I mean... What did he do that? 
I think like training camp in 2019 or 2020. I wasn't here. 2020 didn't do it. That was my first year. Was it 2019 probably? Mm. Yeah. I think I saw a video of that or something. Yeah, uh, I saw a viral video. So have you guys uh, seen him jam out to anything else? I mean, we'll jam out to really whatever's playing, like kind of before meetings or something. Like there's some good music playing usually, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I can't. I don't, know what to, I don't know what to say. I feel like George is like, if anything comes on before meetings or pregame, he's just kind of he, he he's gonna go with it. So yeah. yeah. What's the preferred genre of music for you guys? I'm kind of like I'm pretty eclectic. I feel like like it's I like really place. all types of music. Like depends what mood. Like I you're like, a country guy like me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, this guy's a country guy. I'm yeah. like hip hop. But I, if we're riding the car together and you put on some country, like I 100 percent listen to it. I like it, yeah. but and then if I play some hip hop or something oh, like, man, yeah, you'll like my, it. My ears will be open. Yeah. Okay, I like that. All right, so last question here, Hannah Allen from Sacramento. My boyfriend doesn't allow food or drinks in his car. Is that a red flag? Yeah, mm. dude. Yes. Yeah. yeah come on. Unless he's got like a unless he's got like a Rolls Royce or something. I don't know. Like, I don't know what, what, the, what is that. Is that like way too Type A? Is that what that like? Is that am I going for the right lingo there? Yeah, yeah I mean like yeah. just a, relax yeah. a little bit, man. Like, is there, is there on, car you on, etiquette that you guys have now? You know, whatever. No. I mean, I gotta, we change diapers in the truck. Yeah. We eat full <laughs> meals in the truck. You just gotta ride and go. Yeah. We got, we got Hanley in the back of the car. Like, we got dog hair, sand after she goes to the beach. Like, my car is pretty crazy, but we got a little mat there for her. So okay. she's not just on like the seat, but yeah, that's a little, that's, yeah. that's a little aggressive. Like, what yeah. if you just wanna like, He's get probably, some in and out. He's and probably gonna be like, car, he's, he, I mean, he's probably like, take your shoes off at the door. Like, too much stuff for me. I don't know. I don't want to like ruin a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they're they're like, they no, they sought out, out the advice. They sought out the advice. Okay, yeah, so that's true, that's true. unanimously, we'll it's a red flag, then. Uh, yeah, I'd say it's say yeah, so. it's yeah, it's a red flag. In my yeah. How do you bring that up? How do you bring it up, like to to the boyfriend? Yeah, like I want to eat a, a sandwich hour, in the car. Take a five-hour car drive, go to the beach. You're gonna stop and get fast food, <laughs> and then what do you do? Like you can't just get out for 45 minutes at McDonald's. Yeah, you, you, you go to drive through or something, and you, then you go in. You get it to go, and no. you go in the restaurant. <laughs> just yeah. I don't know. Relationship gurus here. All right, before we go, one last thing. What's one fact that you'd like to share that maybe people don't know about you? Mm. You want, do you have something off the top of your head? No, I don't. I mean, <laughs> a fun fact to close on. Like everyone always goes big eyes. I'm like I say, I'm one of seven kids. That's all. That, you know. I, everyone always like, oh, you got six brothers and sisters. Yeah, you got yeah. a lot. Of I got a big family. I mean, I don't know. That's a, that's my that's my one that hit my head real quick. I don't know. I mean, before I was in the NFL, I did a lot of dirt biking and a lot of snow skiing. Oh, cool. Like I was a huge outdoor sport guy. Um, you can't do so much of that I'm not, now, yeah, right? I mean, I'm no. sure I could, but I haven't, like, I just don't want to risk getting hurt or something, like, outside of the facility. But uh, as soon as I'm done with football, like, I'm 100% going to pick that back up and, like, do that with my future kids and stuff. Like, I love snow skiing and dirt biking, so. You going to take Henley? Yeah, probably. Take the dog too. Yeah. I like that. Henley's like running on behind us a on little the basket, dirt bike. Basket on the dirt bike. <laughs> She'd hate that. She'd be like, just I just want to sleep. Yeah. 
Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. And thank you guys for tuning in for the 49ers You've Got Mail podcast. If you want to be featured on a next episode, make sure to submit your questions online at 49ers.com. And remember, you can listen on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Bye, guys.